0: Welcome to the Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn marketing and sales strategies, mindset hacks, and even a little metaphysical thrown in for good measure, so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own life and business. I'm Sharon Lee, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals and dreams and create that financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. If you're ready to dig in, listen in now to today's episode. It's not a common practice of mine to look at the past and focus on what didn't work. Although, I do think it's a smart practice to look at our failures or maybe where we didn't have the success we wanted for the purpose of evaluation and ultimately how we can actually improve. I mean, after all, if you're the type of person who's got a goal to be your best version in every aspect of your life, including your business, then you'll want to keep tabs on where you can level up. But that's it. Trust me. You don't want to sit in this place of evaluation too long or with a lot of emotion because that can be some serious issues. So now that you know what didn't work, you can easily see what you need to do to change things, right? This is a great process for every step of our life. I'm always using the life wheel exercise and my vision blueprint exercise to refer back to, which really helps me stay on target with my goals. And you can do this too. It's really easy. These are just a few easy steps that you can do to work towards being your best version. But as usual, on this podcast, we talk about breaking through to success as an entrepreneur. After I've done this exercise of looking at what didn't work, I actually have a list. (laughs) I keep a running list on what worked and what didn't work so I can, like not forget about my mistakes, so then I can just keep moving forward. So after you do this exercise, then you can see what you need to change. This is what I do. I can actually see what I need to change. But today for you in this podcast episode, I want to share with you what I would do if I were starting all over in my business. I mean, if you're starting your business... Or maybe you've been working in your business and you want to have the shortcut to success, then you'll want to take notes from this podcast episode for sure. So as an optimist, that's what I think I am, I usually don't spend too much time thinking about the past and avoid wasting time on the what-if questions that pop up in my brain about my business because I'm pretty sure that I'm not the only one who thinks about that. I have questions like, what if I had started blogging from the get-go? Would my site get more traffic if I did that? What if I had been more consistent in my networking? What would happen? Where would I be? Well, don't cry over spilled milk. That's what I think. <laughs> but I wanted other aspiring entrepreneurs to have a leg up and talk about, you know, all these things. And that's why I think it's really important to discuss the adventure of entrepreneurship on this podcast. So, here we are, beginning of the year, starting in 2022. We want to make sure that we are off to a good start. I thought it could be really helpful if there was a list of mistakes that seasoned entrepreneurs like myself had so that's what I've got for you today because I think that like, know, For some of the new entrepreneurs out there or some of the entrepreneurs who've only been in business a couple of years, I think knowing what the mistakes are of people who have been in business for many years would be really helpful. So that's what I want to do. I'm hoping that this list will shorten the time it takes for you to get your business moving in the right direction. So without further ado, let's just start. Number one. I'd start my email list from day one. And I'd choose a tool with growth in mind. When I first started out, I chose MailChimp because it was recommended for small business owners, right? And it worked really great. I still recommend it to some of my clients because it's a good tool. But for me, it wasn't enough anymore because my list was rapidly growing right? It Actually, it grew to be the centerpiece of my business. I changed from MailChimp to AWeber. That's what I use today. And I lost a lot of subscribers in the process. And and honestly, this is just inevitable. So my advice is to start building your list from day one, but don't choose the cheapest tool available. Consider the different options and then choose a tool that's going to help you grow, that's going to be with you um, through the medium size of your business all the way through to, you know, big growth. I know what it's like to start a business on a shoestring. And this is where a lot of people are, you know, here we are in the digital world. And you can literally start a business for just a few dollars. I mean, once you get your website, you know, it's just a few dollars, you're, you're, off to the races. You don't even need that anymore. You could literally make money just off of social media. Um, If you are creating relationships and those kinds of things, you can definitely, you know, make a lot of money without investing a penny. Honestly, you really can. Um, I, of course, am all about having a A bigger business, a long-term business, a business that's sustainable. And I really think that there's two schools of thoughts here. Uh, But, you know, if you're wanting to take steps, then you can think about the cheapest route rather than thinking long-term. But there are some people who are more long-term thinking, forward thinking. And this is really what would be helpful in this particular case. So, number two, I'd build my website with WordPress. I didn't trust my tech ability. I made a new word. Did you see what I did there? <laughs> tech ability. Anyway, I thought I couldn't handle doing a lot by myself and started with an all in one platform. But I outgrew that pretty fast, and tweaking it, I just grew more savvy. The truth is, I'd work in the tech field for nearly 30 years at this point. There was really no reason for my self-doubt, except that's just my dumb shadow that follows me, (laughs) my self-doubt. Anyway, if I were to start today... I would definitely use WordPress, and taking it a step further on this tip, even though I learned a lot in building it myself, I would not do it again. I would outsource. I absolutely would outsource this task to someone who, uh, you know, does not only understand code, but design, right? Design and code, but also has an idea about, inbound marketing. Your website should work for you and get you new clients on a regular basis. So I really believe strongly that having a WordPress website is long-term thinking. It's big thinking. It's where I would have started if I had known better. And number three, I would have hired a mentor. I spent two years battling my mindset and stupid limitations for two years. I didn't make any money for two years when I was on social media. There's a lot of things that went into that. But I think mostly it's because I didn't believe in myself, but also it's because what I've learned over the years is that you can't see the forest through the trees. When you're in business... You can't do it all, and you need expert advice. I knew all the business things, but to be honest, I missed uh, a few steps, more than a few steps, if I'm really being honest, and it was great having the help. I had someone to guide me and check me and slap me if I needed because of my dumb mindset issues, right? I didn't have my messaging figured out. I did not have that polished up. And if I had that from day one, I'd have reached the results that I have now, but earlier, years earlier, without all of the stress. Now, moving on to number four, I would have built relationships early on. Now, this one has really got a lot of impact to it. And I know that a lot of people have issues about relationships because we have a lot of introverts listening. When you're starting your business, you don't see the end yet. You don't necessarily understand how all of the working pieces fit together. At least this was me and, honestly, just about all of my clients I've ever worked with. Relationships are what was responsible for me being where I'm at. One of the best ways to get noticed fast is by building relationships with influencers. You can choose influencers in your relationship, or what I like better is shoulder industries. So Those are industries that you would use either before or after. To understand that being really well-connected is an understatement, and this is how I've been featured in the Wall Street Journal, for example, and other magazines, and I'm recently now an executive contributing writer in a well-known magazine, and I would not have this experience if I wasn't connected. You've got to think about the importance of making relationships and how it relates to your success in your business long term. So I can't really say this enough. It's really important for you to be thinking about how you can have junior ventures. You know, really don't underestimate the relationships that you have. Build relationships as quickly as you can, and it will really help you succeed in your business. Now, number five, I'd work harder on my brand and messaging. I still remember going totally unprepared to network events and then stuttering when someone asked me, what do you do? You need to prepare your elevator speech in 30 seconds. You need to be able to communicate who you help and how you help them. Honestly, your marketing message and how you brand and position yourself is far more important than most people realize. A little tip here is to see if you can step into that future version of yourself and ask a few questions like, what do I want to be known for in 10 years from now? Remember, this is about long-term building, right? building our business long-term, we're not thinking short-term, we're really addressing all of our issues that we have, all of our concerns that we have, and we're tapping into that future version of ourself knowing that where we want to be is not where we are today. We have to look at how do we get from where we are to where we want to be. And that's why I'm sharing this list with you because I realize all of these things are what really stifled my success. When you are working hard on your brand and your messaging, really understanding and honing in on this, this will help you to create the brand today of who you want to be in 10 years' time. Now, number six, I'd get more comfortable with outsourcing and money blocks. And I talk a lot about money blocks on this podcast for a good reason. Money blocks are a really big reason why people don't succeed. I mean, obviously, with this list, you can see that people are not going to succeed in their businesses unless they can get through some of their limitations of mindset and all of the things that go into building a business, right? Money blocks ha- is, is really huge, especially when it's about outsourcing. And it was with hiring a mentor, right? Um, all of these things. So as far as I'm concerned, getting comfortable with outsourcing and money blocks, they go hand in hand. When you're running your business on a shoestring, I get it. You want to spend as little money as possible. But the problem is, you're thinking really small. I, did, I was too. Remember, I lived in poverty for so many years, and that's just my go-to. That's just who I am and who I've been. Well, not who I am anymore, but um, we want to be thinking about using the money we have as much as we can to really create the business that we want. What I wish I had implemented early on was a team of experts to help me with my website, with SEO, with marketing, and even relationship building, right, with reach out. I felt as though I couldn't afford it, but when I was finally lifted of the money blocks, that's when I realized that my time helping people was more important than me actually hands-on doing the day-to-day work. I began to see results faster. This one was really difficult for me because I lived in poverty for so many years, and that version of me was still intertwined so much that it was incredibly difficult to overwrite that programming. Your time in your zone of genius is where you need to be as often as possible. And number seven, I'd implement video into my marketing strategy from day one. Last but not least, I'd push myself harder to get over the fear of appearing on video. Here again, the shadow of not being enough and not knowing enough was always by my side. I was worried about what people would think of me, and, you know, absolutely, I realized how it stopped me from helping people. Regarding my business, it kept me pretty small, you know, for really a long time. I mean, I'm a a seasoned entrepreneur. I've had many, many businesses. You know, that's my background is in business and marketing and my education, so of course, I know all of these things. What was I thinking that I didn't know enough, right? <laughs> so it was it's absolutely ridiculous of me to have thought that. So I had to do a lot of mindset work. But I realized that For me, not doing the things that I needed to do. People had told me, get on video, get on video. And I didn't do it because I just kept thinking those dumb thoughts. So you can see it's not just strategy that was my problem. It was my mindset. I guess I would have like a number eight here. (laughs) And that would be to work on my mindset, uh, work on my limitations. But, you know, back to number seven, you know, the fear of, of mine probably factors into one of these mistakes. right? If you're wanting to grow a business, then you need to work on your fears of being visible online as quickly as you can, because there's no way in this day and age that you can succeed if you're not willing to get out there and be visible. Okay? There's lots and lots of ways to build your business. I always talk about that. In the 21st century, though, video is where it's at. It's not the end-all be-all but most certainly is going to help you to make a huge impact and some serious money. As small business owners, one of the main advantages we have over corporations is our uniqueness. Your uniqueness shows the best on video, and it's the best way to build trust with your community. I've made more than seven mistakes in the almost 30 years of entrepreneurship And as you probably know, making mistakes is part of the journey. But if we met over coffee and you asked me, what would you do differently if you were starting your business today? Well, this is a great list to work off of. If you found value in this podcast episode, be sure to give it a five-star rating. This is how you and I make an impact and help people find the podcast so they can start, build, and grow a passionate business and create the life they love. This is Sharon Lee, your high-performance life and business coach. I'll see you in the next episode. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content, and now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly, and also visit FearlessPursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.